Welcome to Leeds United We Stand podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Bet on Brazil, and you can visit betonbrazil.com for all the latest markets, odds, and offers. It's post match after a very comfortable day in the third round FA Cup for United, which saw United win uh, by four goals to nil. Um, with us, Ant Shaw, Aaron Buckley, Stu Edwards, and me. With it being the FA Cup, we've put half a side out for the podcast. I um, don't know where everyone else is, but... Uh, um, we all get a word in. Yeah, so we can all get a def- definitely get a word in, anyways. Um, obviously, when the FA Cup third round's done, it's uh, it's obviously a highly sought-after affair where everybody hopes and prays for a uh, decent away game somewhere. Hopefully, it a big allocation, a bit of a three-, four-hour trip on the coach. So, to get fucking reading at home yet again, um, didn't exactly... Uh, didn't exactly set everybody's pulses racing, but uh, it could have been worse, and it could have been uh, this time last year. Yeah, I was just saying to you then, walking back, that um, <coughs> this time last year we were we had um, two shots on goal against Sheffield United, so 19 was, today. So really that, good. Um, that was one of the grimmest days, I think, just in the, just about I can remember in recent memory for United. It was like. You know, cold, freezing, selling a mag against the shit. We were getting grief off away fans left, right, and centre as well. And then obviously that was one of the ended up being one of the worst games. You remember it? Yeah, unfortunately, it's only a year ago, but it, yeah, it sticks in the in the memory. Unfortunately, because it, it, you're right, <coughs> we're just full of knobheads from Sheffield acting up, and then obviously the game itself was just fucking hell, terrible, absolutely terrible. Yeah, to be fair, it was about half five kickoff, wasn't it? So you're giving them about six or seven hours to yeah. warm up, whereas. Yeah. These lots today were all walking in holding hands, weren't they? They were. Oh, it's funny. It's a great, great little segue that because anyone to think we rehearse this sort of shit. They are probably the politest set of away fans I've ever seen at Old Trafford. I actually got asked by one. They tapped me on the shoulder. Said, "Excuse me, sorry to disturb you. Um, does the ground have toilets and facilities for food inside?" That's what he said to me. Like, I said, "It's fucking Old Trafford." I was ordering um, a burger for my breakfast, and three Reading fans on the truck came up and asked for Quorn Burger. <laughs> They're sponsored That's by. They've got waitros on the back of the shirts, aren't they? It just, it just sums it up. But yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, they, they hadn't a chance to. Uh, you, but then you get the sense that if it had been an R5 kickoff, they'd have turned up in just the same frame of mind. Yeah, they probably would have done. Yeah, I don't, yeah. Is, is it one of those made-up towns like Milton Keynes, Reading, or is it a no, bit it's more a, established? It's, it's a big. It's a big old place, Reading. It's actually got one of the highest costs of living in the UK. It? Um, it's not. It's in like that sort of Henley on Thames. I, I get why you think that though, because it is a <coughs> plastic stadium, and the fans are just mm. shit, aren't they? They brought six thousand today, and I heard them sing twice, and that was we support our local team. I reckon there were about three thousand in our end though, because I saw a lot of uh, yeah. United fans going in with with uh, Reading supporters. Are they going to get the season tickets taken off? That way. I was on a. I, uh, I was doing. I've been doing some studying through work, and that's at the University of Reading in Henley. And uh, a couple of I was there a couple of months back, and the cab driver told me that I said, apart from rowing, what's Henley famous for? And he, and he said to me, he said, do you remember the original Milky Bar kid off the telly? I said, yeah, yeah. He said, yeah, well, he lives in Henley, and he's a cra- he's a he's a crack addict now. <laughs> Apparently, he's a crack addict who sells drugs. So uh, obviously, like uh, you get the sense that they're all going to the rugby, don't you? Tonight? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. They're like rugby shirts on today. To be fair, you're right. Yeah, a load of them rugby shirts on. Um, Coming back to though to the sort of changing and Ant's just shown us the what was it the uh, the attack map last year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, just, it's just you know they show like the crosses and the arrows. It looks exactly like West Ham's badge, doesn't it? It's <laughs> yeah. just two arrows crossing each other. That, that's all it is. Oh no, God, it was yeah, terrible. It was, it was shit that last year, and it wasn't the only game, was it? <coughs> no. it was, there was four or five like that last. But one, it, it was in year. and around that period where we just had that dreadful fucking December. Yeah, and that was um, you know that. That performance against Sheffield United was supposedly a few weeks after Van Gaal had had 
had um, a meeting with the players and told them to exp- allowed them to express themselves a bit more. So don't know what was happening against Sheffield United last year. Interestingly enough, though, if you'd have said to us lot back then on that sort of awful third round, we'll be going on to win the cup in May. We'd have laughed at that tough one. Yeah, we're just going to say that you've got to come through those tough home ties against lower league opposition, haven't you? If you're going to win trophies. Probably would have yeah, thought you'd been having eating too many milky bars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, milky bar on crack is the greatest thing I've, I've heard in ages. Um, John Ashton, I woke up this morning and I was, a lot, I was on a quick glance through Twitter and John Ashton just said, if I'd, if I'd woke up with Reading at home and Louis van Gaal still the manager, I'd have just could have killed myself. <laughs> you know what he said? Can you imagine that if I'd have been, I'd have took a pizza, cut her in there with me to do my wrists. I, couldn't have, I just couldn't have handled it. Um, obviously, um, you know, it's, it's a big, big win, very, very comfortable win for United. Um, obviously, the big sort of talking point sort of prior game was obviously Yapstam's return to United uh, I wasn't in the ground when he walked in but by all accounts he got a really really good reception quite rightly so uh, definitely rightly so uh, three great years at United um, <coughs> you know his first managerial job back in this country wish him well but you know um, I'm sure he was probably kicking people's heads in the change rooms at half time because some of the defending wasn't I'm sure what he uh, approves of mm. yeah. what do you make of it at the time when United I thought United were actually right just in hindsight to flog him I know Ferguson's glossed over it saying it was a mistake but you know we ended up with Rio Ferdinand Vidic further down the line and you know he did get absolutely mullered by Sahar in that game against Fulham do you remember he was um, he, he was <coughs> He was a great centre-half, wasn't he, in his time? And uh, How old was he when he sold him? I'm looking back at the reason why, why we sold him. You know, Why was he writing an autobiography at 29 when he'd only had three seasons at United? Well, right, well if you'd read it, you'd realise that it was he shouldn't have bothered. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, you know, it's just one of those things, isn't it? History takes its course and uh, certain events happen for a reason. And The strangest <coughs> thing, though, is that he sold him because he'd, la- he'd lost pace. Yeah, mm-hmm. who, did he, who did he go and buy? Yeah, Lauren Blanc, yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah, it was, um, uh, as I was saying to Aaron... In the match during the match as well, I was saying um, <coughs> perhaps if he came back within the first couple of years after leaving United, there might have been a completely different reception to that because there used to be a bit of animosity towards him because ne- nobody ever used to like Ferguson's decisions being questioned. Did they? And I think there was even a song about him, you know, a <laughs> old Dutchman or something at one point. And I don't, I don't, I don't know who made that up. Um, but it's tough to yeah, it, sounds good that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. I, God knows I didn't make it up, so stop <laughs> looking at me. <laughs> well, it's 15 years ago, wasn't it? You know, I, I actually was a bit surprised. I thought he'd played more games for United. I think he's played like 79 games. He was, he was here three seasons, wasn't he? He was and immense he, in the in you, the treble. You, you think he was here? Yeah, exactly. So he came and won the treble. He won everything in, <coughs> in three years. He was here. Uh, but 15 years ago, you know, and like you said, we, 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 we you know, moved on from that Lauren Blanc and then Vidic come in. And then suspiciously, within a few months of him being sold, he, he failed that drugs test, yeah. didn't he? Yeah, quite, uh, quite, quite by coincidence, yeah. Yeah. apparently. Yes. I don't think it was due, just due to the lack of pace. We might never have paid all that money for Real Ferdinand about a year later if we would have kept him, so you never know. It was a good it. look, yeah. paid 12, got three, got his probably his best three years out of himself for 16. There was no loss to United, was there, in the grand scheme of things? No, it was. Yeah, like Fergie said, it was good business for a 29-year-old in the end. Just on to today, um, I think it's a really good sign of the fact that we managed to rest six or seven really, really (coughs) strong players that you'd class as first team. And my first thought when I saw the team today was, that's a fucking strong side, that. And that's credit to the manager, isn't it, really, for the squad that he's assembled? Because yeah. you, you're watching that game today and when uh, when the team come out, like you say, you, you're not thinking, oh, where's he, where's he? I think it took about 60 minutes for me to realise that Pogba weren't playing. Yeah. <laughs> 
I don't know what that says about me, but yeah, no, but you but you were thinking. I think you were drawn too. It was a good strong lineup, wasn't it? Yeah, um, maybe maybe too much. I mean, when I know Mourinho said Fosu Mentor isn't ready, but I would have liked to have seen him <coughs> get a game. And I don't really know what we're going to do if Carrick gets injured. So I would like to see. Um, you know, I know I know people are overreacting with Schweinsteiger, but I would like to see him um, be available. If if Carrick does, you know, the worst does happen to Carrick and he gets injured for a while. Just on that, I mean, Stewart was a strong side, but particularly uh, the Carrick playing Carrick didn't make sense to me. No, uh, apart from I'm thinking, well, I'm thinking today now, like I was two hours ago, that he's going to play today and not play on Tuesday and then play against Liverpool. That's the way he seems, you know, it's missed a game almost. But we've said it before, I've said it before, Schweinsteiger should have been him and job sharing. So for me, Schweinsteiger should have started today. Um, as it happens, Carrick's had a, a walk in the park. Yeah, he got a bit of an head injury, but he's gone off and he probably won't play. He'll probably be on the bench on Tuesday, won't he, Carrick? In case, I suppose. Uh, but then we'd expect him to come back and be back on, you know, in the first 11 against Liverpool. But why not just give Carrick today and yeah. Tuesday off and just know. bring him back know. 100% well, fresh? He's taken a knock on the head there today. I don't yeah. know how serious that is. Bleeding, but, but. but to the point about, at some point, Schweinsteiger's got to play some football and today yeah. was an absolute shoe in that he started the game for me. He could have he could have done sixty minutes tonight and then and the same again on Tuesday night. For me, I'm looking at that game today and, and Reading are towards the top half of the, half of the championship. And I think today's a more difficult fixture than than Tuesday night. Tuesday night Watch that come back to bite me in the ass. But you know you know what I'm saying. Yeah, new manager syndrome. Yeah, yeah. Um, United almost before obviously a couple of early goals, but United could have had at least two before we even got to putting one on the board yeah could have been a bit, well Rashford and Rooney had early chances didn't they it could have been about 5-0 <coughs> at half time that game we were absolutely all over and it's really good to see you yeah. looked like Martial came out with a bit of a bit of intent didn't he he was like absolutely shredding him and I thought him and Rashford just brought a real edge to that front line that's what we need what we've been saying all season go out score two goals in the first 20 minutes yeah. and, and then they did it and uh, I were bored then yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah it's uh, it's good to see us having that attacking intent it's good to see uh, Marsh it's good to see pace in it I mean Rashford's absolutely rapid isn't he he's almost too quick for his own good sometimes he but today a couple of times yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, he was outstanding today yeah. I thought <clears throat> yeah so um, I, I were pleased with how we started and I were pleased that we got those early goals to your point about being bored, obviously it was over as a contest after obviously Rooney scored and Martial scored, but then it pretty much did all become about, is he going to break this record, didn't it? That was pretty much what the rest of the afternoon was about. Yeah, and he had, I think, at least one or two blocked chances, I think, along with every other member of the squad, I think. It could have ended up 10 or 12, I think, but yeah, Rooney could, could have and maybe should have got the uh, 250th, but saving it for another day, obviously. Do you reckon he actually wants to do it? Because he probably won't ever play again once he's, <laughs> once he's done it. Yeah, he'll, he'll do it. He'll do it in the next month or so. I'm not saying he'll do it Tuesday or even against Liverpool. He's got a good but fixture next Sunday. Yeah, to yeah, break so it, yeah. if he plays. But, but he ain't going to come back in play in that game, is he? Yeah. Is he, fuck? he won't get a sniff in that game. He'll be on the bench. But yeah, that, that'll be the one to do it in, won't it? Yeah. If it, well, if he's, <coughs> if, you know, we need a goal with 10 minutes to go, then he'll, he'll be on the bench and he'll be coming on. So I can't think of a better person, you know, to bring on. Sometimes you just get that feeling as an opposition you know sometimes like say when Suarez used to come on like play against us you just used to didn't want him on the pitch did you because you just had this feeling that he would score thing is and Liverpool pri- would have that prior to obviously whatever went on on Christmas around Christmas that's kept him out for a couple of games I thought Rooney was actually in reasonably good form for the three or four games prior to that yeah and also t- he played well today as well yeah, he, um, he, he was playing a lot of passes into Martial and Rashford that were real, really good balls and 
if, if Rashford would have probably could have finished a little bit better today and I think Rooney would have had a, a few um, made a few goals as well Yeah, he's just not a striker anymore is he just look <coughs> how deep he picks the ball up and he used to be done getting on the end of the ball I know he did today with uh, Matt's scuff shot but yeah he, he, he's definitely more of a, a man to layer sorry uh, I've been being distracted here by a couple of magpies yeah foreplay yeah, they're yeah, they're uh, there are, the, yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a there's a magpie fight going on. Uh, yeah, yeah, pe- yeah. This could be uh, this will be up there with Chisora against. Uh, yeah, um, where were we? But yeah, you, you get the sense that he's uh, he's more likely to lay one on these days than he's, he is to score goals. I think the beginning of the last season he needed 20, didn't he, to get to two four nine, and um, it's taken him almost 18 months to get those goals. Yeah. yeah. Bit of an update from the Magpies. But, uh, it's two on one. There's, there's clearly a female here who's, 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 who's clearly got a headache and doesn't want to know. And uh, he's, uh, she's, uh, she's, she's being, she's being. I think what we'd probably class as raped. Um, that third one's filming. While, it's, while, while another Magpie watches. Um, yeah, there, there. Uh, David Attenborough would be having an absolute fucking field day with this one. <laughs> Anyway, right, back at the match. Um, obviously, 2-0 up. Uh, great goal by Marshall, wasn't it? I'm so distracted. I can't even talk about the football. <laughs> Which one was? Sorry, Marshall's was. Yeah. It was a what? Deflection. Oh, was it? Yeah. Marshall's, yeah. Was it? Yeah. I don't know which angle it from. It looked like a great move. Came off the inside of his leg and in, went into the corner of the net. I'm, I'm, it might have gone in anyway, I don't know, but it was a, um, a deflection, hence why the keeper, that shit keeper, didn't um, yeah. dive at all. Yeah. All right, OK. Yeah, it's a bit quieter now than it was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank God for that. You'll be first thing you do when you get in, you'll be googling magpie sex. <laughs> some big fat Geordie. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> the only thing that blotted the first half was um, Rock an injury to uh, to Marcus Rojo. Yeah. He seemed to to walk pretty much unaided out of the tunnel for the uh, and didn't it didn't seem too bad. But uh, you know we are going to need him, aren't we? Yeah, really concerning that. And um, he's, who would be his replacement? Probably Daly Blind um, didn't have the best of games today again. He really struggles against quick wingers, doesn't he? So I think, um, you know, it may, may if, if he was out for a month or so, it may, may force us into buying somebody, but hopefully it's not, not that serious. It just goes to show how far, how far he's actually come this season because he'd probably been one of a lot of people's favourites to, to have been sold at the end of last innovation, season. Didn't he, when he went off? Yeah, so <laughs> it's, uh, you know, it's credit to him and uh, it's credit to the manager as well for playing him in his best position because he's quite clearly not a left-back. Um, yeah, round two. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is it the same <laughs> one? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, our magpie friends are back. You may, you may, uh, you may be able to hear it in the background. Oh, yeah. the, um, anyway, second half, um, it was a bit of a non-event. I thought, in terms of atmosphere, it was absolutely yeah. dead in it's, that ground. It wasn't was, it? it was dreadful. They, they obviously they, they were two 0 down at half time. Like I said, you'd rather be watching magpies shagging, wouldn't you? Uh, definitely. Yeah. Was, yeah. It, no, it was absolutely dross. Apart from yeah, again, we should have scored four or five more goals probably. But the, the atmosphere wasn't great. But they, you know the away fans weren't great either so they have to play a part but mm. I was just glad to see two goals at our end because I was thinking second half second of Stratford end after the first half you want to see at least one or two goals and yeah Rooney maybe could have broke it second half down there mm. I think Flaney had a chance at one point Phil Jones had sprinted about 80 yards yeah. and swung on the crossbar I don't know what that was about I thought Flaney had a really decent game today yeah you got to look at who he's playing against so, aren't you? put it into context yeah he did, he did do well he did a job didn't he in uh, 
you know, before I said I was bored, that was firmly tongue in cheek. It's a squirrel now, and um, yeah, it, it was firmly, it was firmly tongue in cheek. It's one of those games where you just just play it a bit more of a leisurely pace. You know, how many games have we just taken our foot off the gas after forty-five minutes this season? Yeah. I wonder if you might play him um, on Tuesday, Fellaini, because he played in the away match at Hull, didn't he, in the, earlier in the season? And although we didn't create much. They did. They didn't even have a shot on target, did he, against us in, earlier on in the season? So you might, you might think you can get away with <coughs> two in the middle on um, on Tuesday. Yeah. Um, obviously, we talked about this a little, the last time it happened, but uh, the ovation for Schweinsteiger again. It was. Uh, I mean, I, I can't decide whether it's genuine or people just being really overly ironic. I don't. I, I don't get it at all. No, I, I think it's like. It's I think it's genuine. It's like it's definitely genuine. <coughs> yeah, it is genuine, but what, why are people based on what? Though, like this is the thing. Based on, I think that most people probably think that he should have been playing, or whatever happened last year, and all the rest of it. That he, he's still good enough, and you know, he's he, he should have been more around the starting eleven, or certainly on the bench, and what, what he has been. And like, like we've already said, he should have started today. So I don't get why he's come on with 10, 15 minutes to go. It's, uh, it's one of those cases where a player actually becomes better through not playing. Yeah, you know, it's a shame you never experienced that in Sunday League. What, me? <laughs> yeah, I mean, th- th- he's done very, very little in the United shirt. He's, he's Germany's captain, he's done le- next to nothing in the United shirt. He's a millionaire and he's shagging Anna Ivanovic. How is it possible to like him? No, he's, I think you have to show a player like that a bit of respect, don't you? More, than, more so than, um, you, you know, some of... But I think there's no, there's no reason for extremes, is there? He's not amazing for him, is he? Mm. And he's not shit, let, is let he? Let him it. Just, just let... He should just be coming on and... <clears throat> Getting the same reception as, especially when you consider people like Rooney have been booed in the past. And, yeah, exactly. You know, he was quite yeah. clearly unfit last season. One, he arrived. Yeah, in, he so. arrived here and thinking it was yeah. going to be an holiday. Yeah. Where his last time, at least he's trying. Isn't he? Well, he's done more than trying. No, exactly. He's, been he's made an impact. Unbelievable last five or six For games. Thirty-five-year-old bloke. Shift he's putting in's been absolutely incredible. Speaking of subs, uh, well, he's probably not shagging Anna Ivanovic anymore because he's married to her. Right, okay, all right, okay, bit of a controversial, yeah. <laughs> bit of a dig, that was it, yeah, yeah, gonna have a word one of them magpies, <laughs> if you're not getting enough. Um, did you notice Matt had desperately trying not to be subbed by hiding behind He was uh, hiding, yeah, yeah, everyone, yeah, I said to me, mate, his name was obviously announced with, uh, along with Carrick's, was it the same time Carrick yeah, went off? And he just hid, he applauded. Just stood there, yeah. yeah. Well, the I'm thing is, when, when you see those two players on the touchline ready to come on, there's no way off. in this yeah. world that Matter was one of the players yeah. that should and be coming off. And it was way over the 70th minute, so he must be thinking. Yeah. <laughs> he should have just gone. Yeah, should have just absolutely walked yeah. off. It'd have been fucking great. That. Um, right. Obviously, two fairly sort of goals late into the half. Um, Rashford's first one, which I think he, you know, I think he actually needed from a, a boost of confidence part of you because I think he's played really well. I think he's looked sharp. I think he's had a lot of chances and been in the right places. But it's been a while since he's put it away, hasn't it? Yeah, he took it really well, and he's he's missed a few chances this year, like that one on ones. Um, he and seems to struggle well. with. Yeah, today as well. So yeah, got, yeah um, keep going. the goal was brilliant. It, you know, I thought he took it too close to the keeper at one point, but then he just um, yeah. brought sent the ball out. Right. I'm guessing what happened afterwards was almost right in front of you where you sit. It was, but I didn't see it. How <laughs> did you not? Did you go? <laughs> I saw it literally as. Rashford fucking ran past him and put it in the empty net. So I'm guessing the fullback passed it to him and it bobbled, or did he just completely miss it? I don't know. It's bizarre, did you say it? He's an awful keeper, him though, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, you he's, know. Sh- he's shite. Did he completely yeah, he's miss a, it? He's a really bad keeper, yeah. I, I, even, I, I, don't, I, I can't. Understand. I always say this, mate. If, I think it's, it's got to be the easiest position in professional football to 
become a millionaire. I don't, <laughs> I don't get what's hard about it. Is that don't kick the ball to the striker. We're going to be hoping it. Oh, what is that the second time? It's not happened to us this season before, has it? Where it plays yeah, it happened at, um, Rashford did it last year at Yo. Was it Colchester? We had one North where Hampton. he. Northampton, yeah, some, some, yeah. I can't understand why. Oh, yeah, that. it was Northampton in the league. Oh, right? absolutely yeah, gets yeah. a game when they've got Dave Besant on the bench. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he, he said he, he was saying um, Dave Besant um, doesn't, doesn't he still play? Fifty-three, <laughs> <laughs> you know, sixty. Yeah, he must be. He must be. Yeah, he, must <laughs> he looks well though. So he it. It turned out he started his career in 1974. <laughs> Probably not Aaron Fifteen. I watched a programme on Dave Besant about ten years ago and the tight bastard. Honestly, yeah. No, he bought his dad he owned it was something to do with second hand car in- dealership and he bought his dad this absolute shed of a car. <laughs> he must have had you know, I'm not saying he was a multi millionaire back in Matt. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, that must have been one lonely fucking night in for you. <laughs> 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 I can't believe you remember it. <laughs> White sticks, yeah, Dave. But I think I remember him because obviously he, he did married. Yeah, imagine, <laughs> yeah, imagine that. Imagine that's like Partridge Television. You're that, there, isn't Dave. It? Don't You're do it, show. Yeah. That's like Partridge Television. Great idea for the show. Can you get that yeah. on Cody? Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll give you a copy. Right, I can see we need to go home here. Man of the match. Um, oh, man of the match, probably Rooney. Rooney, yeah. I know he missed a lot of chances, but it just kept going. So Rashford for me. Yeah, I'm in the Rashford camp, but I uh, I completely agree that Rooney had a, a really decent, uh, re- decent game of it, and uh, very, very much deserved it. So um, that's United into the uh, the uh, the hat or whatever it is they go in these days for the uh, for the next ball round. Hopefully the ball bag. Yeah, hopefully we'll get a decent away draw um, at somewhere that will give us five, six thousand uh, tickets. It's going to be Sunday or Monday that though, isn't it? Whoever we get. Because of the cups, yeah, yeah, because of that. Um, next game for us, obviously, is the uh, semi-final. Big opportunity for United to get uh, to a cup final, which uh, I like a good semi. yeah, you like a good semi. Um, it's probably been the most innuendo-based podcast that we've ever recorded. This um, yeah. just a quick couple of thoughts on you that uh, United will probably go full strength for that, won't they? Yeah, I think United will, will easily qualify. <laughs> I think all are um, really there for the taking. They want to win it at home, don't we? Um, I don't, I don't, I don't think the other semi-finals is clear cut as people are making out because, um, you know, Southampton are out of everything, but they're not going to go down, so they can put really put everything <laughs> behind them, two League Cup games. So I think Liverpool have got an hard tie there. I think Liverpool are just stuttering a little bit. They're just about getting away with it in terms of results, but I do think they're yeah. stuttering a bit. I, I, I think that match against them ne- next week is probably the one of the biggest United Liverpool matches I can remember in last five years or so um, well, yeah, I know there was the Van Gaal one weren't they when we beat him away mm. um, but next Sunday is absolutely massive for United yeah. quick thought on Tuesday night you'd expect United to try and put the tie away and not have to go to uh, their stadium with too much to do wouldn't you that's what you want to have to do you want to, something along the lines of a 4-0 slide today and then just go there and almost have a, you don't want to say a free game but um, I can remember beat, when we beat Porto 4-0 and I said to my dad, oh, you know, are we through? He goes, oh, you never know in football, but you'd like to think if you went to the KC or whatever it's called these days. Um, you don't get to, I can't remember too many games where the first leg's been on one side and then they fucked it up, I think, you know. No, so, yeah, 4-0. Full strength for you? Yeah, definitely Herrera back in, Fellaini probably on the bench, Schweinsteiger starting. Hmm. Not. Yeah, of course. Um, no, I, 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 you know, I stood here, you, you'd love it to be 2 0 at half time 
or three nil after 60 minutes and take a couple of players off with Sunday in mind because obviously the likes of Podbu and Slatan who are going to play on Tuesday will definitely play against Liverpool so you, you, he's going to have one eye on that game against Liverpool because it's not just about us trying to get off sixth position and move up to wherever we're going to end up this season it's about fucking making sure Liverpool don't win the league as well for me yeah. It's fallen quite nicely for us this <coughs> run of fixtures hasn't it because we're at home today and then we're at home Tuesday night we'll have an extra day there away down at Southampton are they? Yeah. and uh, yeah. you know it's all set up really for that for that game next Sunday. Yeah, it absolutely is. Um, that would be a tasty League Cup final, I wouldn't United against Liverpool. Klopp yeah. v Mourinho. When would it be? Fe- late February. It's usually no, the last yeah. Sunday in February. Yeah, yeah. Um, Derby, Derby, Derby Day at the minute. Yeah, it's going to be a heavy weekend, uh, regardless. Anyway, right, uh, Stuart and Aaron and and thanks a lot for coming on. Um, we'll chat to you tonight. United We Stand podcast is sponsored by Bet on Brazil. You can go to betonbrazil.com and listeners to this podcast can get up to £60 deposit matched uh, when you make your first deposit into your account. So just visit the website, enter the promo code UNITED60 and your first deposit will be matched up to the value of £60. Um, great day for United, just as comfortable as they wanted it, no drama, a couple of players on the fringe sort of the squad got a good run out and some good game time, so uh, I'm sure the manager will look at that and think it was everything he could have asked for without uh, too much, hopefully uh, the injury to Marcus Rojo isn't serious, so there'll be no casualties from that. United move on from here uh, into another cup competition, semi-final on Tuesday night, first leg against uh, Hull City new manager in charge of the club uh, but everything points towards that being hopefully a straightforward win in the first leg that gets us uh, plenty of room in the bank so that we can uh, go to the second leg without too much to worry about and uh, set United up for a trip to Wembley uh, at the start of spring which would obviously be a nice little uh, opportunity to put a marker down and also give uh, United the opportunity to get uh, a trophy on the board for the manager and the squad which uh, well, is never a bad thing and uh, not just at United but also Mourinho has often used the League Cup as a bit of a springboard onto bigger and better things so it uh, be a big night for us that. Next league game is obviously a very very big one as uh, Liverpool come to Old Trafford uh, no doubt about it they're a good side but uh, United are certainly a much, much different side to the one that, uh, let's face it, went to Anfield and uh, got what, exactly what they went for uh, and played fairly defensively. I don't think that'll be happening this time round. And again, it's a real good statement opportunity for United to see whether United have moved on as much as we think they have and obviously to make a statement to the rest of the league that, uh, that the progress that appears to be certainly coming in terms of results and performances... Um, against albeit teams from the sort of middle to the bottom end of the table um, that were very much capable of doing that against teams in that sort of top end fighting for fourth and uh, in some cases fighting for titles so we'll see what comes there but uh, we'll be back on uh, Tuesday night with the sellers and again we'll be back at the weekend uh, for some post-match views on that sort of stuff so until then thanks for listening and uh, we'll see you on the podcast soon